Okay. Good evening. Hopefully everybody Yay! Got, hopefully everybody that's could join that's joined us on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Tonight we're going to discuss the um the show Insecure. These young ladies uh watch Insecure and they put me on the show as well. So tonight we're going to discuss the dynamic of the show and how it is uh how art imitates life as well in within the show and the dynamic of the show and the responses from last week's episode and uh, season four. Go ahead, Shakita. So um, we, I've been getting a lot of feedback and um, been having conversations about um, the last season of Insecure. So if anybody is like me, I'm a huge fan and I watch every season. But this season has been very controversial when. Um, um, and the topic has been about friendship. You know, when is um, when is the time up? When have you outgrown your friends? Or when you find yourself in a situation where the respect is gone um, and there's no honesty and there's no clear communication, what do you do next? So I have here this evening, my two really good girlfriends, Halima and Shiva. Um, and we have been watching Insecure um, you know, every week, just like everybody else, and get into our group chat and go off about the behavior <laughs> of Molly in particular and Issa as well. Mm -hmm. You know, the lack of communication is um, a full on trigger for me um, mm -hmm. because I've been in situations where I've had people who I've been friends with forever you know, immediate, just one day decide that they're not going to communicate and the friendship's over and, you know, it happens. Um, so we want to kind of discuss insecure. We want to discuss that. And then we want to discuss friendship. Um, and I think I have two really good um, women here on the show with me. We um, have a very good relationship. We have a really good friendship. Um, we've been friends for probably 20 years. Toshiba and Halima have probably been friends much longer than that. Um, so um, I would like to introduce Halima and Sh uh, Sheba. We all you know, you probably know Sheba. She's been here before, but this is uh, Halima's very first time. So hi, Halima. Yay, you are here. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> I am too. Thank you for the invitation. Yes. I couldn't imagine having this conversation with, um, you know, anyone else other than the two of you. So I'm so glad you are here. Thank you. Shakita, um, you can let the audience know that they can also call in and I'll take their calls offline and any questions that they may want to pose to you guys, as well as in the comments. Yes, so he did definitely said it. Um, the number is coming across the bottom of the screen. Please call in um, if you have any questions or comments about Issa, Molly, Molly's boyfriend, whatever, whatever you want to talk about, you want to bring up. It is the numbers at the bottom. You can comment in the comment section um, on the YouTube page. Please subscribe where you can make comments and um, you can chat back and forth with Quentin and he can present some of your questions as well. Um, you can also post questions and comments in the group too. So, but Quentin, please share the link. Um, I don't know if you have, but share the link so they can see and talk. Um, so ladies, the end of the season ended with <clears throat> Molly being physically confrontational with her best friend, Issa, over feeling like she was stabbed in the back because her boyfriend did Issa a favor. What did you guys think about that? It's such a it's such a touchy touchy subject because it's basically about communication and boundaries. Mm -hmm. So Molly set this punk ass boundary that was just ridiculous, and Issa just wanted assistance to be able to move her movement or vision forward. So right. all of the all of the unnecessary shutting down and not wanting to help and not get involved. It, it just really was just unnecessary. So everybody's standpoint where Issa stood 
as well as where Molly said, everybody has their opinion on who was right in the situation. But me personally, if you can get somebody to help you do what you need to do, then so be it. Let that be a blessing and, and keep it moving. That's what right. I feel. I can't imagine one of you having resources to something of such magnitude and you telling me, well, I don't want to get involved. She had absolutely no reason for behaving like that and just completely shutting down. Like I can see if she felt like it was a conflict of interest, right? Like when you, when your friend wants you to hook them up with one of your girlfriends, absolutely not. Because if it goes sour, then that's something completely different. But we're talking about having an, a block party. I'm sure the sponsors and all of the different vendors and stuff that were there, there were probably hundreds of thousands of dollars that they've come out and did for free. And her main act was going to cancel. So if your boyfriend can literally send an email to help your best friend, why wouldn't you let him? It made absolutely no sense to me. Well, I, what did you say? Go back to what, go back to what you text earlier <clears throat> in the week about how Molly saw their relationship. Go back to that because that was really, you know, the, how the, she, mm-hmm. how she viewed the relationship versus, you know, how um, maybe Issa viewed the relationship, but she saw it as taking care of her versus, yes. you know, I she didn't think felt about like it all- like that. Yes, all these years, Molly felt as though she has been bailing Issa out. She's been picking up the slack for her. She's been doing her favors. She's been doing all of these things for Issa. And Issa has just been like a leech, you know, just sucking her dry and taking things from her. So Issa called her and said, my main act has canceled. I need help. Do you think you'll be able to ask your boyfriend if he can send an email to the act and see if he can still come out and be a part of my block party? Mm-hmm. And she said, no, <clears throat> she didn't want to like, no, I just don't want to mix the two. And Issa was like, you know, a little confused, but she was like, okay, well, I guess you don't want to mix the two and mention it to a male friend of hers that was helping her, assisting her with the block party. So the guy who knows Issa's boyfriend decided to reach out to uh, Molly's boyfriend and say, look, we're having this issue with the block party. We need help. And the guy sent the email and that quick, the act was like, yeah, I'll come and I'll do it. It wasn't even like she had to do anything in particular. And then she didn't want to get involved. So Issa said, well, I didn't involve you. So if I didn't involve you and I didn't ask you, then what's the problem? And then how are you so confrontational with her? Right. I, I don't I don't understand that, especially in an environment where here we are, where you, this is my block party. This is my event. Right. You want right. to start a physical fight with me? Right. Over what? Like, well, the fact that the it came, up. yeah, the fact that it came to hands is, to me, that's, you know, that's hurtful to see because you don't ever want to see you know, two sisters get to that point, you know, especially, you know, if they love each other, you don't want to see that come to pass. But when you put your hands on me, then bitch, you, all that's out the window. <laughs> that's all gone. What the fuck is up? Because now you, 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 you've changed the dynamics of our relationship. Correct. But, but, Correct. Um, but, but Molly is like, a, you know, one of them insecure people that's hot and cold all the time. Mm. How, many time mm. how many times did she Correct. change her whole, you know, attitude and, you know, and demeanor within that, the day of that block party? Yeah. You was up and down. You was hot and cold. You was feeling it and you wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, we was just, we was just, you know, um, cha-cha. And now we about to fight. Is it, right. I'm going to ask you guys a question. Is that her, her, uh, her overbearing personality has finally been challenged. May I think she couldn't? She couldn't make. Halima, you, you can hear me. I can hear you. Can you hear great, me? Great, great, great. I can hear you. I think she could not make peace or embrace the the next level that her friend was going to. Instead of celebrating celebrating her, she really took issue with like 
she set a goal, she executed it. She didn't need me even when I put up this roadblock. How dare she? Who does she think she is? That's what she gave me. And that's not a friend. Yes. Well, I got a lot of um, I got a lot of the underlining tone of her just really harboring all these ill feelings for so long that they just all came to a head and it just spilled over and then the rage got in it. That's why it just changed so quickly. My thing is that if you have these ill feelings and you're harboring all of these things that you you feel like is going on, I'm sorry such as um, uh, Issa being a leech and always needing assistance. If you felt that way, then as my sister, as my people, you should just be 100 and say that to me. That's a conversation that should have had a, been had a long time ago. And then you talk about it and move on. But yeah. Molly is harboring so much that it just is ridiculous. Yeah. But then who wants, a, like, I've had people say, like, um, Oh, every time she called me, she's so negative. I don't want to hear that. And I'm thinking to myself, this is your best friend. Mm. If she's going through something and experiencing something, she can't be negative all the time. Like my, like Asa can't be a leech all the time. And if you, if you are her friend and you're there to assist her, then assist her. You, she went from being homeless or practically losing her job. <laughs> She was homeless. She lost a job. She she broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah, she need a lot. That was that's your purpose of being her friend. So how mm. do you catch an attitude with her because she needs you and you don't want her to? Like, why are you there? Why are you her friend then? What do you want? You just want somebody to control and tell what to do all the time. You want somebody to listen to your advice. All the time. She's always trying to tell somebody advice, but when she's like, at one point, Issa was like, but she was just sleeping around with that married man. And you worried about me? Right. She's she's messy in that she can judge and you can, you know, you can tell people what's not right with their life, but you are, you know, you're losing yourself to, to have this man in your life. You know, mm-hmm. she was acting like if she didn't she just was compromising herself and making excuses and, and hoping that he would, you know, still stick around. And she didn't, she didn't, she didn't give that same reciprocity to Issa, is, you know, is what I saw. But beyond not supporting her in her project, then you do shade on her about Lawrence. Like, yeah. fine, you know, mm. if you don't want to support me with my project, fine. But now you're not going to put out, you know, kick, you know, kick my back in to our friends and speculate and, you know, put stuff out there that's not even true. You're, you're really not my friend. Right. It's almost like she don't even she doesn't trust her as a person to even say I could be wrong. You know, maybe no, her. Lawrence, she doesn't think that she can grow. That's what it is. She doesn't yeah. she doesn't want to acknowledge yeah. her growth. Yeah. And what kind of friend is that? You don't want to acknowledge like. You don't want I don't to be flourish. Type of people. And I remember I had a people at all. Right. And um, I had a friend who said to me one time, like, I remember my ex had inboxed me happy birthday. And I, I think either happy birthday, Merry Christmas, something. And I was like, and I said to my friend, you know, who I'm no longer friends with, like, oh, he inboxed me. And she lost her shit. Don't respond. You know how you are. You don't want him to say this, and then you be talking to him again and blah blah. And I'm thinking to myself, I ain't talked to this man in four years. You don't think that I'm past that? You don't think that I'm a different person? Like, why would I? And first of all, I'm not even like that. If I don't deal with you no more, I don't deal with you no more. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a back and forth kind of a person. But she, like Halima said, she don't even. She didn't even think that I could grow past that like be stuck on what a, a, a hello a happy birthday that's gonna set me back so far and then she had an attitude with me like she was mad with me oh you know how you are don't talk this meanwhile when your exes contact you, you she believes that she should communicate with them and talk to them and not block them on social media because she doesn't want to perceive to be petty so she has these full-on conversations with them about their lives and what go on in their lives it's it's really strange how somebody 
thinks that they can dictate to you how you do things instead of just being supportive. Because if I want, like if, if Issa wanted to talk to Lawrence and Mrs. Lawrence, she can do that. That was her relationship she had with somebody for four years. So why would you treat her like she's crazy for socializing with her? I think she started with that parking spot, right? Ooh, that, oh, that was that scene was hot. That scene was was off. That was wasn't awful. that? That was all. It was so odd. It was so odd. Like, how dare you? She was so nasty. I I said she she literally was behaving like she hated her, like she can't stand her, or like she was right. a that was getting like on she nose. was that annoying. I don't know what lady in the parking lot, like, you know, y'all about to have words when we get in the store. You treat her like that. That's your friend. I can't believe. But she tried, basically, she sunned her. She sunned yeah. her. And yeah. then, yeah, she you did. know, the thing about it is that Issa is on such a other wave. She just took it like, whatever, the bitch being she miserable as usual. Exactly. It was like, whatever. <laughs> you know what whatever. Do you guys think, do you, you guys think that maybe Molly wanted to try to keep her relationship sacred and, and didn't want to mix business with pleasure? Nah, she didn't want to see her grow. She didn't want to see her flourish. Not at all. Nah. The, the whole premise of the relationship was that Issa was always in her good graces because there was a need. But then once Issa has now grown into something that's beyond that, Molly is losing control and she wants to put you know, control back into the situation. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's just what it is. If 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 that's her lackey, and Issa was just there for someone to you know to fuck shit up with, you know, if you just trying to like be out <laughs> in the world and be messy with, you know, what I'm saying Issa, my girl. If I mm -hmm. want someone to tell me to do some shit that I know maybe I wouldn't do, but you know, she you know she putting this battery in my back. That's what Issa's supposed to be. But the yeah. moment that that changed. And she didn't have time, and they weren't checking in like they were, you know, normally do. It was a problem. It was, you know, it became a problem. So, yes. so, so, y'all think, you know, I'm new to the show, and um, Shakita had told me to watch some of the shows so I can get sped up on it. So, you, so, so, basically, Molly's character is she doesn't like to share the spotlight with nobody. She's the overbearing friend that, as long as everything's in accordance to what she got going on. It's okay, but once it's a problem, it's a problem. Right. Like Molly, Molly yeah. is always too busy. The minute Issa is busy, Issa's being is flaking on her and being flaky. Like the whole pie thing at her house, I don't remember what holiday what holiday that was. I don't know if it was oh, Thanksgiving yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But Issa is spending time with her brother, having dinner with her brother. That's something that she really just doesn't get a chance to do often. She's always at Molly's house, always eating that freaking pie at your house with your family. The one time she wants to spend time with her brother, you're all sad and in your feelings. It literally makes no sense to me. You don't even I like. Think, Go ahead. Yeah, I think Issa, I think the season is showing you what it is to be to show up for yourself. Mm -mm -mm. And and to be honest with yourself and to choose yourself first, mm -mm -mm -mm. you know, over other other people. That same episode, she was at her mom's house. She was they they both was like, ah, we don't really want to do this either, right? So they made mm -hmm. a conscious decision and picked themselves and do what they wanted to do. And it was fun, it was lit, you know, it it mm -hmm. wasn't. She made the right decisions, you know, and, and, and that's not easy. Some people may not find that easy to do, but once you go there, you can't go back to, you know, worrying about what other people think and feel and want. Fuck that. So she didn't like who Issa was evolving into. That's what right. it is. I agree. I agree. So if you encounter, um, I'm, I'm, I, did, I posted a watch party on Facebook and I'm getting Issa is Molly is a hater and that she's a selfish friend. So when you come, mm -hmm. Quentin, are you talking to us? Are you talking to us? Quentin? Oh, um, over there mouth and looking like a puppet. Okay. <laughs> but when you find yourself challenged with a Molly, 
what do you do? Like, like, how do you, what do you do and how do you choose yourself? Like you said. See, and I try to be as mature as possible, but when I'm put in a situation where somebody basically just decides that they are going to treat you a certain way and they don't care, they no longer care or value the years that you've put into a friendship or a relationship, I think you have to just walk away. I think you have to walk away. I think you just have to be the bigger person and just, you know, let it go. Yeah, any relationship that doesn't feed you, you know, or that is something that you have to dumb yourself down for or you or you can't No. Halima, we can hear you. No, she was saying that. She said, "Can you guys hear me?" No. But I, I was just saying, like, I don't, I don't really do that type of person. And if you, if, if you find yourself in a relationship like that, I don't, other than like your family, you can't really get rid of family, but I'm finding that you can. <laughs> I'm finding that you can. You can, you can, you know what I'm saying? You can figure that out, you know? But well, other usually, than that, it usually works when I'm busy. I, I got something I got to do. I got to work. Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever, yeah. Other than that, anyone else, you don't have to. You know, you can always, again, choose yourself. And if if you have to bring it to someone, hopefully you can bring it to them and bring it to their attention. And maybe they'll say, "Oh, I didn't realize. Thanks for you know bringing my attention to that. You know, thanks for whatever." But if you don't feel like that person will be receptive, oh, she. But see, you know, a lot of what I didn't like about about it is and what I find in a lot of relationships with women is that once you get this new man, because Molly's boyfriend was new to her and Molly wasn't really um, hell bent. She wasn't even she didn't even particularly want to be in a relationship, I don't think. And in in, in Mm -hmm. the beginning, I think she kind of saw him dating other people and she was in her feelings. But this whole thing where women, especially I I feel like successful women, they get a man and their life now is complete. They have their career and now they have their man and now Mm. they no longer need anybody else. They don't. Mm. It's almost it's literally like the world has completely stopped. And this is what I was working for. The friendship that I had with you was temporary because. Mm I needed you to fill the void of me not having a crazy. And now that I have a man and I have my career and I have a man, leave me and my man to live our lives and we can be in love and, 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 and ride off into the sunset. And I think that's what Molly was doing to Issa. And even her boyfriend was like, that's your best friend. Why are you acting like that? That's your best friend. What's your problem? And I see it all the time with women. They get a man and they disappear on their friends and they start of acting funny. Mm. And then as soon and I feel like Molly's boyfriend is about to break up with her. He hates her when he hates when she talks about her job. She never has any time for him. He was just seeing other people. And when he mm. leave you and break up with you, you're gonna need Issa back. Could the, I'm gonna ask you, Kitty, is could the case just be that she been struggling to find a man for so long that this is like heaven to her. So like she gonna put all her energy and time into this man and just say bump everybody else. Right, and I think that's that happens so often. I mean, I see people who have been in friendships, best friends with people for 10, 15 years and let her get a man. It, it's over. Molly is very controlling. She wants to control everybody's relationship. She wants to control the relationship that Molly has, Molly's mother and father have. Because at last season, Molly's Molly found, I mean, last season, Molly found out that her father cheated on her mother. She has not been speaking to her father for almost a year. That's none of your business. And then she has a nerve to be resentful to her mother because her mother forgave her father. 
mind your business and stay out of grown people's business. You wouldn't even know if your father did that if it didn't come up. So now here you are with a finally got you a man and a boyfriend and you and your boyfriend are having issues. Y'all are not communicating. You're not spending any time with him and he is sick of it. He's making other plans with other people just like Issa did, literally almost the same thing. And But when it's her boyfriend, she shows up with wine and wants to talk about it and work on a relationship. When it's your boyfriend, you want to communicate and you want to get to the bottom of things because you don't want to ruin your relationship with your brand new boyfriend. But your best friend who is doing the same exact thing as your boyfriend doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. She doesn't get, she doesn't, you don't come to her and you don't talk to her. You don't talk things out with her. But the sacrifice that you'll make for somebody that has been your boyfriend for a few weeks is, is, is ridiculous to me. And to completely throw away a relationship, your families are intertwined and everything. And you'll completely throw away a relationship over some man. It's crazy. Well, clearly she's not thinking very rational. She's just at the point where she's at that very pivotal point in her life where the roles that she's placed people in and that she's known it to be have all changed. And she is really struggling with that change. And it's so evident and it's so apparent that it's just, it's coming out in the wrong way and to the point where she just got physical with Issa just because it's just, like I said, the buildup of losing control. Mm -hmm. She's so used to certain things being a certain way that she just cannot handle that change. And, you know, you talk about dealing with trauma and how you properly process the trauma in your life. She didn't get any um, help for what she was dealing with with the situation with her parents. And that fucked her up really, really bad. And the way in which she uh, saw relationships and she had this image of her parents being so high on a pedestal and then it all came crumbling down. So she has a real issues with, with relationships and processing the change. Right. And then the only healthy, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a hundred percent, but it was still the longest relationship she's ever had and the healthiest relationship she's ever had with her best friend. You completely threw out of the window. She she said, and when she jumped up in Issa's face, Issa should have whooped her ass. The way I was up in here screaming and hollering, I was in here screaming like I was watching one of them videos on um, Instagram. Like whoop her ass! She better snatch her up. And then what kills? Oh my god! And the part that killed me the most. And I know we're not there yet, but we're gonna be there now. You have mutual friends who are watching Molly be a complete bitch. And you're watching Molly completely mistreat Issa. And y'all are doing nothing. But it's going to be okay. How about Molly, you were dead wrong. Right. I'm surprised that wasn't Kelly. That's Kelly. That's Kelly. Kelly, she's ditzy, but right. Yeah. How about she's you that are dead wrong, and the way you're treating her is wrong. Yeah. Like how don't you say anything whatsoever? The boyfriend standing and looking dumb. First of all, uh, boo, back up out this girl's face. This is an event. First of all, his name is on the event too. So you out here embarrassing all of us. It was just, it was ugly. <clears throat> it was really, really ugly. So what's going on with this? Uh, go ahead, Sheba. I was just going to say, I know that that is the pivotal point in their relationship, and now it will never be the same. Right. Yeah. Her relationship with Issa, there's no coming back from when you try to come for me mm-hmm. and put and be physical. So, you know, the, the dynamics of the relationship is forever changed, and now where do they go from here? Right. Because it doesn't go back to what it once was. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think they need to talk about it. I don't think that they should discuss it alone. I think that they should discuss it amongst 
friends, but I think the friends, I think people need to be on the side of right and, and correcting what's wrong. You know, people oftentimes would, would rather, you know, I, I, I'll just stay out of it. Staying out of it sometimes is, is, and it's not so much to mend the relationship. It's because a person is dead ass wrong. And if you don't correct people in their wrongness, they'll keep doing it. And I say that all the time. Like I'm, I'm all for not allowed. I'm not, I'm just not into that. Like I remember having really good girlfriends and doing things with them all of the time. And one girl thought that I wanted her boy, the girl that I was really good friends with thought I wanted her boyfriend. And she wasn't honest about those feelings. And when she finally came, came clean with me, I told her, I don't want to be your friend. Um, because somebody who's my friend wouldn't have treated me that way. You know, you have other friends, go be their friends. It's perfectly fine with me. But in the midst of all of that, all of her girlfriends who we, we were mutual friends with never corrected her behavior. They never said... You shouldn't have done that. You know, you should have like, you should have asked, you should have had a conversation with her. You shouldn't have treated her that way. Like you shouldn't have done that. And what I was, and the reason why she thought that I was being jealous of her was because when the guy told me that he didn't want, he was talking about her. And I said to him, I'm going to tell her what you said, because I'm not going to sit here and let you talk about her. I'm going to tell her. And he said, I don't care if you tell her. So I said, okay, thinking, of course, I'm going to tell my friend that this man is talking about her in a room full of other men. Mm. I tell her, and instead of her feet, instead of her saying, oh, wow, thank you for telling me, she took that as me being spiteful that she had something that I wanted. Mm. And she mistreated me for it. But here she's wrong. Her behavior was incorrect. And nobody said a word. Like, you know, I think we all have a responsibility and there's some things that, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want anybody to say anything to her because I wanted to mend our relationship. But how do you watch somebody do something wrong and not say anything? Like, that's the part that I just kind of don't get. But truth tellers. Go ahead, um, I apologize. You can hear me? Yeah. yeah. But truth tellers are always the ones that, you know, are, bear the consequences. You know, a whistleblower bears the, the consequences. That's just, that's what you have to bear in, you know, and bringing something, exposing something. It just comes with the territory. Absolutely. Because I can't imagine something like that happening again. And I'm just like, well, I'm not going to say nothing because my last friend got mad at me. I'm telling all of it. Right. Yeah, so nah. let, me, let me let me ask you guys something. Is this is going forward? Is this going to affect Molly and Andrew's relationship? Oh yes. If 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 he's oh, real, yeah. if he's real, he doesn't see what she's about. And right, you know, it depends on it depends on how he saw her. Right. If he was really trying to build something with her, then that's a problem because you you show me that you got serious flaws in your character mm -hmm. serious flaws um but if she's just you know just we have an understanding it's a situation then it don't really matter but he knows that at least she's shady and he knows how to you know deal with her but if he was trying to build something <clears throat> with her i don't i think that would make someone stop in their tracks like you went full-blown crazy Right. And that, <laughs> after the after the little back and forth, he was like kind of apologetic. He was like, you know, I apologize. Next time I'll never do that again. And I thought to myself. Men you're just saying it. You're just saying it now. She muted yeah. him. She yeah. muted him. She made it. Hey, Shakita, that goes back to our conversations from before. She made him a simp. <laughs> she, I ain't saying he a pimp, but she definitely made him a simp. Like yeah. now he's talking about he don't want to help people out from the kindness of his heart. Like I just think it's funny because now she kind of like messed up her her friendship and a potential relationship. Yeah, yeah. But she's so selfish well, she didn't even see that. What? She needs she needs she she needs to do some healing on herself. Yes, she does. She, she's not she fit to be in a relationship. It's mm -hmm. any kind of relationship right now. She exactly. needs to work on healing that trauma that she has 
because clearly she's hurting, and the hurt is now causing her to ruin relationships. So she got to mm-hmm. do some serious healing. So she's at mm-hmm. the position where she doesn't have anybody like that right now. So she needs to just work on her. And that's, that's the very friend. important. That's the friend that they have that uh you know that that tries to fix, manage, and control every situation in everybody else's life and don't focus on what they got going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess on paper she's straight, but if your your you know your if you're not in touch with yourself and whatever your insecurities are, whatever your pains are, whatever those things that are your triggers, you've got to, you've got to face your triggers and then heal that area. So then people can't set you off and you don't, and you don't present, you don't. So when you're in a, in a situation or a position where those triggers may cause you to make a wrong decision you're in control of that but if you're not then that's what you get you get somebody that's buck wild you know don't you know putting ha- putting hands on people and um and talking crazy talking about you stabbed me in my back i stabbed you in your back she's very I, reckless i still didn't understand that you you you, you thoroughly did not get you didn't see the situation right I didn't stab you in the back, darling. I just, I just, you know, God closed that door. I opened this, you know, he opened the window and I went that way. You not the, you not the end all, the be all to my life. But she really thought that. She really believed that. Yeah. So she's got, and it's nothing worse than a person that's like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to do this. I'm always helping somebody. But then you know, if they don't come to you, then you have a problem with that too. It can't be right. both ways. Right. It can't be both ways. Right. She's yeah. I don't. I don't think he would continue to work. You know, to deal with her, he would probably begin to retreat from her because he had already made it clear. Like I don't know. It seems like you don't have time. So he's already contemplating. Right. You know, kind of like stepping back so I don't I don't after that uh, performance why would you want to be with her yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and then you have people who see the the dysfunction between Molly and Issa and they believe that Issa is the problem and I know Halima mentioned that she was like you know I, I was just very shocked that everybody felt as though Issa was the issue and Issa was the problem. And I've seen people say the same exact thing. And I'm just blown away that somebody could look at that situation and think that Issa is the problem. Blown yeah. away. Because people lack, people lack comprehension skills. <laughs> Anyone who thinks that Issa is the problem, you lack comprehension Yeah, it is very, very clear that Molly is the problem. Issa, listen, Issa got some shit with her too. Right. She, she, she got some things going on. She got some real craziness going on, including the wardrobe this season. She just, she, she oh, that wardrobe terrible. What All the clothes. The community center, um, free materials. Child, and they hook you up. We do home. Clearly, Issa has All some. Home clearly, Issa outfits. has some things to work on. Mm. What's that, mm. Halima? Oh, can can we talk about um, Issa and her befriending her ex boyfriend's new girl, Condola? Come I on. thought. I Come thought on. that was so interesting. And that to me is the I thought it was beautiful because that mm. type of growth to me mm-hmm. that type of strength is something that, you know, it when it rained, it poured for Issa. She yeah. had no yeah. she had no yeah. choice but to really man up and get her shit together and you found someone to work with that was going to help you bring your vision to fruition and then you realize that that person basically like she said she was honest 
I basically raised this man for him to be the the, the good guy that you you know prepared him prepared him for you. Prepared I prepared you know what I'm saying That's I'm the cleanup woman and I prepared him for you. Right. But she didn't let that stop her. She didn't stumble. Mm-hmm. She didn't fall. She kept going. Right. And that moment when yeah, it was did. Condola and it was um and it was Molly and you could tell she was happy because it was like my new life my past life are all coming together ideally i think that's what she probably wanted was for the three of them to be cool and vibe and keep going forward but mm-hmm. molly didn't want that because i need you to be who you now been I, to me I right and i don't and don't bring nobody in the group that's better than me that, i saw it in the light that and we we've, we've been there the fact that she had her vision she meaning Issa, she had the vision of what she wanted to do. She she had her goal set and she was going to reach that goal by any means necessary. And if it took befriending the current girlfriend of your ex, then so be it. Because when you have that growth and you get to that point in your life of real womanhood and queendomhood, mm. you know that it is time to say, it's all about my vision and what vision I'm trying to push forward. And anything that comes in my way that I can use that resource to make happen, so fucking be it. Mm-hmm. Now that's grown. That's real that's grown. So grown. this, so this is the this is the breakthrough not only on the um, particular episode, as well as her character in the show. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Correct. Because because up until then. She was just kind of like, you know, crashing and burning, crashing and burning. But for you to identify a goal and really pursue that goal, you and then you found people outside of your normal, you know, village to help you bring this to fruition. And then down the line, you find out who this woman was. And up until then, she was feeling her. She liked her. You know, she was... She was smile. She, they had little, you know, they own little language, or whatever. So they had been cultivating some sort of like relationship, friendship, or whatever. Um, but she didn't let that stop her. She kept going, and she was just laser focused. You laser focus. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about any of the other distractions. She was laser focused. And instead of her, her friend, her main friend, saying like, "I'm so proud of you." I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you. You, you just keep <clears throat> going. She couldn't give it up. She wanted to throw, you know, salt in the game and be like, oh, look at her. You know, she's still with Lawrence or she's entertaining Lawrence. Not at all. Not at all. But I think. But Pete, let me, let me stay right there. Let me stay right mm-hmm. there for a second. Where you at, Halima? Mm-hmm. The crazy thing is that this whole episode was about that womanhood and just pushing forward in that, in that growth to the point where Issa decided she made a very conscious decision about reaping the benefits of that connect. Come on. Because why she was still pushing that vision forward and she did it by any means necessary. And look at the friction that it caused, but she had to do what she had to do for her vision. Um, right. She didn't let anything stand in her way and, and there were going to be some casualties when you have a war. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. And that vision was so strong and she pushed and pushed and then she got everything that she was working so hard for with the event. And the devil is a liar because <laughs> imagine if she had given it to Lawrence and started, you know what I'm saying, kicking it with him, doing whatever. That would have distracted her and taken her game. She just really kept going and to me that should be applauded by the people that know your struggle. Mm-hmm. Why would you come and bring mm-hmm. something else to try to tear me down? It just, that to me was, it, it was enraging. But yes, Condola was very interesting. I don't know if I could have done it, but she did it because she she had a goal. She She made a promise to herself and she could not betray herself. She had to make good on that promise to herself, and I, you know, and I, and that's what I see in Toshiba. That's what I see in Shakita, and those are the things that you know keep us honest and true to one another. If you don't have that with someone, then you should, you know, you you don't need to have them in your in your circle. 
And, you know, I feel like Issa has always been so super honest with Molly. And Molly always holds back a lot of information because she wants to perceive and portray as if she's so perfect all Perfection. the time. You know, like she never, you know, like the whole thing with the married guy she was sleeping with, everything was just, everything was a-okay. You know, she never wanted to express that, you know, she really had some issues with that. Even mm -hmm. when she found out that the current boyfriend was seeing other people before they became ex ex exclusive, she wanted to pretend like, oh, oh, you know, he's seeing other people. Like, where's the honesty in y'all's relationship? That's the part that I kind of didn't like. And that's why she also felt as though when Issa met Condola and they became such good friends, it was almost like, well, how could you like her? And Issa was like, because I do. I met her before right. I knew any of these things were going on. She's a real, she's cool. She's been helping me a lot. So here you have this friend who ain't helping you do nothing. Don't want to be involved and don't want to part of nothing. And you simply cannot believe that she genuinely likes her as a person because you don't genuinely like Molly, um, Issa as a person. Mm -hmm. You only like Issa when she's struggling. Now, when she's struggling and needs uh, help, you got a problem with that. Here she is actually helping herself <laughs> and still struggling, but she's helping herself and she's make, taking the steps to, to do what she needs to do and has a very supportive friend helping her. And you would think it would make her feel like, let me step up my friendship game a little bit and see what help she needs. She. Of course not. She couldn't do that. That was the, the no. I'm not gonna do that. Just get rid of Condola. You don't need to be Condola's friend. So if she got rid of Condola, Condola didn't help her with all the connects. Who was gonna help her? You. Right. You didn't want to help. No. Right. She. In fact, Molly was like, "You still on this block party shit?" Like, she Ooh, kept, wasn't that disgusting? She kept saying it like, "You Hater. still, you still doing that? You still on that?" Hater. Yeah. There was no. There's no way. There was. Why would she want to have to share with her, you know, what she was going through on a on a frequent basis about this project? Because truly, those you know, anything you're trying to do for the first time, all the unknowns, and if you're sharing with someone who doesn't believe in you, they're gonna every time they tell you tell them about something, a stumble, they're gonna try to convince you not to do it. So mm -hmm. correct. that was really correct. what separated them. You didn't believe in me. And because you didn't believe in me, I got it. I have to protect my, my dream, my vision, my goal. You can't share can, that with everybody. Halima, let me ask you. Maybe I'm about to do a lap around this house. Halima, maybe she did believe. That statement right there is so important for women. I need to pause right there for a second. When you're a queen and you're yes. pushing forward with your vision, you must be very selective in who Ooh. you choose to share that information with. Yeah. And the people that you do choose to choose that, share that information with, they have to be your rod or die when you ugly. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You need those type of people. You don't share that with everybody. But what Issa did was she took all that hate and that disregard and that questionability, all that that came from her supposed to be best friend Molly and took that shit and threw it in her backpack and used it as the fuel to just mm. push through to get it done. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch <laughs> it manifest itself. Yeah. yeah. But you got to be careful. You got to be careful in what you do. And she was... That right there, that relationship just got very ugly unnecessarily. Yeah. yeah. So maybe she wasn't really trying to support her. It was more of, I'm going to support you as long as your need for me is relevant. Clearly. Yeah. And what, oh, I'm, yes. and what I'm willing yeah. to give. You have to... <clears throat> I, I had a friend who swears up and down that she was the best friend in the world. Don't tell her she wasn't amazing, right? But literally would only give what she wanted to give. Do you know how many times that I had to sacrifice and do something for my friend that I didn't particularly want to, but I know she needed me? It's no different than I would do for my children or my family. And that's how I feel about my friends. 
you can't consider yourself the best friend in the whole entire world when you won't stay up late with me to help me scrub my shop's new floors or you won't help me pass out no flyers. You can, you know, you're my friend, right? You're my friend and I'm not discrediting people who don't want to do certain things. But we talking about, you see your friend struggling and all, and you don't want to help, that's fine. But you cannot come to me and throw up in my face what you choose to do versus you coming in and helping me when I need you. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? It's a, yeah. it's a completely, it's a completely different, it's a different level of uh, giving. You know, some people want to just give you what they want. Well, I tried to, mm. I tried to tell right. you, I tried to give you this, but you didn't want that. So, I mean, I don't know what kind of help you want. This is the list of things that I need. This is the list of help that I need. And mm. I feel like Molly is that kind of friend. This is all the kind of help I'm going to give you. If it's not good enough for you, oh well. But I'm a fantastic friend. I'm a great friend. I'm an amazing friend. You a friend? So Calm Molly down. gives Molly gives the type of help that she can control, not the help that her friends ask for or require. Correct. I don't think so. Correct. She's giving what she she's giving what she thinks is the need, and then it's not the need. <laughs> like literally, that she that boyfriend sent one email. Yeah. And the whole party was on and popping. It was successful from yeah. one email. That Issa did not need Molly's boyfriend to, to pull nothing, to deliver nothing, to give up no money, to right. do anything. Send one email. Right. right. <clears throat> right. So here and she is needing something from you, and you feel like, well, I've done all that I could do. What? What have you done? You've been a listening... Anytime you have friends that they can't listen to you and you still frustrated and aggravated with them, you got to get rid of them. And Molly, yeah. should, uh, Issa should have got rid of Molly a long time. All that frustration and aggravation when somebody's just trying to literally, like Halima said, pulling herself up from the dirt, put out of her apartment, broke up with her boyfriend, lost her job. She didn't even have any money. She had no way to live. But didn't we even see this in season three? Because I didn't yeah. get a chance to watch it. Season three when she backstabbed her co-worker. Yes. Mm. She's terrible. She's, yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah. The um, guy, right? <laughs> yeah, she put me on my job. Shakita oh, had me yeah. on my job this week. <laughs> and he so, still can't stand her. And, right, right, right. And someone could say, you know, that's her profession. You know, she comes by rightfully. You know, she's an attorney. That You know, that's how they are. Um... You could say that, but she just did not know how to be a friend. That's really what it was. And it's, she can judge and she can criticize, but she definitely cannot self-assess. She could not see herself, you know, and again, she looks good on paper. So why do I have to, you know, de delve any deeper than this? Right. I drive this, I live here, I wear that. What else? You know, what else mm -hmm. is there? And my, you know, I have my pro bono friend, Issa, and then I have, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, then I got my other friends, you know, the, the rest of the crew, whatever, and I'm, you know, I'm balanced. I'm, I'm hitting all those areas. <laughs> what else do you uh, want from me? Yeah, right. Well, see, my they, poor friend, they, right? In, in That's my, how I feel. It, in yeah. Molly's character, she plays the, um, the role, like we discussed, of the friend that have everything together. She's trying to control everything. But the reality is that she's probably the most broken character in the whole show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah she, she, she turned she out to be the insecure one. You know what I'm saying? The show is insecure. Right. She's the insecure one. She's a mess. She's an absolute mess. I'm gonna ask you guys. I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Like when we we're dealing with, you know, we try to always say that art imitates life. Do you think a lot of times this is the case that the one friend, whether guy or female, the one person that, that always tries to act like their shit is together is usually the one that got a lot of flaws. They just, they'll hide their flaws. They'll always preach to you about your stuff, but then won't internalize what they got going on. And they got so much dysfunction. Every relationship that they got is kind of like on teeters. Like it's almost done. 
and they try to always make it seem like their stuff is together when they dumped when they dumped you. Like, you just don't listen to me. I keep trying to tell you to do this and keep trying to tell you to do that. Why don't you listen to me? Hold up, right. that thing ain't together as well. And then I find that they're very, very promiscuous. Like I'm the kind of person where I feel like as a woman or a man, you can do whatever you want to do with your body. But then they're they're constantly putting themselves in situations where it's like love for the moment. It's not even like it's not even like a you know I'm gonna hook up with my with my friend you know because I'm I have an itch so let me hook up with my my, my man for a little bit. I'm talking about like every time I turn around, Molly is experiencing this temporary you know love affair where she thinks she's so in love and then it backfires and smacks her dead in her face. And it's, but then she's the first one to act like I'm so into my work. I don't even have time for a man, but you are looking for a man and you're doing it wrong. I kind of always, like once I look back at the, their relationship, the the relationship, I kind of felt like Issa was a little jealous of, I mean, sorry, Molly was a little jealous of Issa and um, Lawrence, even though they were, even though he was home laying on that couch being a bum, she was still a little jealous. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. it was something that she, she didn't have. And I think that's why, that's another reason why she's trying to discourage Issa from like talking to him and socializing with him. It's almost like she's afraid that they're going to get back together. Oh, yeah. Oh, do yeah. Y'all think that Issa, oh, yeah. Do y'all think that Issa and um, Issa and the old boy, are they going to get back together or try to hook back up at least? I think they're going to be friends. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be friends and they're going to get to talk about it. And I think they're going to see the growth in each other. And then they, I think they're going to try because I think, I I think what I've all, Lawrence used to get on my nerves because I felt like he was Uh really being a whole bum. He was being a whole bum. I couldn't stand it. And then you got the nerve to be in your feelings because she cheated. Like, sir, get your ass off that couch and be a man and stop being a bum. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like they both had a lot of growing to do. And I think if they both had supportive right. friends, their relationship would have would have wouldn't have ended the way that it did. So now that they both have grown so much, I think they are gonna get back together a little bit. But I think that's what Molly was worried about. Like, why are you friends with her? Mm. And why are you talking to him? She really just wants Issa to be alone and by herself and dependent on her, but only offer help. On her terms. Right, and on her terms. On her terms. I don't know. I'm surprised that Lawrence has has been able to still be in this show for this long. But it definitely, (laughs) you know. Like, seriously. Yeah. Seriously. He just just keep on hanging on. (laughs) But I think that's the thing. It's showing you how a fuckboy can grow up. (laughs) Halima. We gonna we gonna watch the okay. language a little bit. We gonna you know, every twenty minutes. Spread them out a little bit. Just every twenty minutes. You're so <laughs> I really think that's what it is because even though this is about them, we've seen him go from being on the couch and having no motivation. You know, he just was he had right. no direction. He wasn't clear. And then he went through the, right. the through the phase of like, you know, I'm single, I'm in these streets, you know, <laughs> and and now he realizes like, you know, I'm ready for this next step, whatever it is, I'm ready for that. So it's been now that I think about it, it's been cool to see that. But will they get back together? I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I think, I kind of think so. I think something's gonna happen. I'm gonna ask you guys. They about, may try. Um, they may try. I want to ask you guys about Tiffany. Oh, okay. What what she got going on? Is this this postpartum depression stuff? Oh, yeah. I think so. definitely, she's definitely. Spoiled. She's spoiled and things right. kind of changed a bit. Right. She's in a new role as mother, and she's not the most important thing, so she got to adapt a little bit. Right. Yeah. So you got postpartum got and sharing the spotlight. Right, with that baby. Right. You don't want right. to do that. Right. But, and, correct. 
it's not just dressing them up, you know. You got to clean them up too. You got to clean them up too. But so, I was glad the boyfriend took the baby and went home though, because she needed that. She needed that. She, she needed that space. She did. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Because you know, you're not. Uh, I mean, uh, what's going on? I mean, you guys, this is this is a good episode uh, Sunday. I, you know, I heard it's funny when Shakita told me to watch it. I heard a lot about this particular episode, and so I had to do some background stuff and figure out what was going on prior to the episode. And I guess this episode not only was a, a, a turning point within uh, the season, like it's the turning point in the show and their friendship and her relationship with Andrew and. Mm. It's just a lot going on. Where do we think Kelly's uh, character is going from here? Yay, Kelly. I don't know, but she needs to stay there because she brings <laughs> a lighthearted comedy. Yeah. You know, I need the comedy and I need the humor, and she gives it to me. She's yes. a wonderful addition to the friendship because, um, you know, they deal with some really heavy <clears throat> topics. Mm -hmm. And um, those heavy topics sometimes need a little a little dose of comedy to kind of light it up and Kelly does that wonderfully. Yeah, I definitely like her. That accent the last episode had me oh. on the floor. <laughs> I was on the floor. I could not believe that she was talking in that damn accent. But it was perfect. But you saw when black people run, she lost that accent. That was over. Do you guys think do you, do you guys think that the writers have done a very good job with this show. It explains sisterhood at that particular age before everybody is married and settled down. Does it, you think the writers does, does it, do you think the guys, they did a good job with uh, explaining that storyline or the dynamic of everybody about to grow within themselves with the show? I think so. I think I think we're finding that, you know, everybody is different. They have their own opinions and everybody's opinion of Issa and Molly differ. You know, like I said earlier, I was very surprised at the people who could justify Molly's behavior. But I think that was the purpose of the writers was to get such a, you know, competitive comparison uh, view and feeling. You know, there's going to be Team Molly and it's going to be Team Issa. You know what I mean? And I think they did a really good job. I do. I agree. It's like they shook the tree up a little bit. Like they, they want three and a half years with this. This is the, the characters of these people. And now let's shake it up a little bit. And now we're going to really see the characters kind of evolve into who they're going to be going forward. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. last season with the guy who has the really bad uh, depression and anxiety, the light-skinned guy, guy's name. He was actually friends with Molly, uh, Molly's boyfriend, the one who I showed up to the okay. block. He showed up to the block party at the end. Issa called him cute. He's a new character. She, yeah, yeah, him. He, he has like really, her. He was the one. Yeah, he was the plug. The the light skinned guy with the light eyes. Yeah, he was the plug. So he him. It was good to see him in this season like you know what I mean because I thought that he was done too so I liked him a lot too and he was her confidant when Molly wasn't there he she called right. him three in the morning when she was nervous about you know the the festival she, you know he was a friend mm -hmm. more than more than Molly was so and yeah. that's isn't that how Molly met her boyfriend though through him yeah Issa yes. right because Issa was dating him mm -hmm. yeah how quickly but, Oh, James yeah. Brown wig forgets. James Brown romper, <laughs> romper. That that whole get up, the teeth, that romper, that wig. It was just a lot. It was a whole uh, lot. Mm -mm. So ugly. I think I think I think seeing black women communicate other than a reality show is refreshing and it's needed yeah. because mm -hmm. unfortunately. That's pretty much the totality of how we communicate is through reality shows because there is no more girlfriends or living single or I don't know any other black shows. So, right. you know, to get to see how women interact and relate to one another in a way that's 
civil, you know, and loving really? versus right. you know versus whatever this is on reality because you know people really think that's how you're supposed to interact with each other that's crazy to me right like mm. i've even heard like people i've even heard people say oh you know men all you do all y'all watch is reality tv show and i ooh, hate reality right i don't watch I mean, I the only reality TV mean. show, only, yeah, the only thing I really watch as reality is um, my 90 Day Fiance. That's my show. <laughs> and I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know if that's reality that's TV. Yeah, but I love it. Like, that's my show. 90 Day Fiance. Go, they be going in. But that's it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? So, for us to have television is, you know, super dope. You know what I mean? We can... Just like you know, there were even this whole season, a couple of things really triggered me, and I was just like, That dirty, dirty bitch. Mm. So, you know, <clears throat> it's needed, it definitely is because we don't have shit else on TV. Can we give, can we give it up to can we give it up to Issa one time for her writing? Mm-hmm. Yes, Issa's Issa. writing. Yeah, yeah. Issa's writing mm-hmm. is it ain't Tyler Perry, very, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started. You know I can't even. <laughs> <And> I even. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my That's another god. show. Yes, That's another no. Show. Mm, but that, that, yeah, it's very strong writing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, so, so. I don't know what- Going, I wrote some notes. I, I think I already asked y'all that. So now we're gonna see a whole. Di- oh, so that basically what y'all were saying. Now we're gonna see a whole different turn in their in their relationship going forward. All right. Hopefully, it don't take two years to come out though. You know. No, I yeah. shouldn't. It's coming it back, but it took two years. It took what? Did it come? Did they have a season last season, or it was the season before? No, it was a season. I thought, yeah, it comes out once a year. But it was. It, it took longer to come out. It was something about it, it was extended. It it was. <clears throat> it was. And I think we got last a. I think we got like an extra episode. And it was good. Yeah, because I think even we got like an extra episode too, but it was longer, and I think we got like an extra episode. What? So it wasn't bad. They did a lot last season. They did a lot last season. A lot was happening. So the what is that? Was uh. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was how, how many episodes? It was only six. I think so. It happened really quickly because I'm still watching a TV show and the season isn't over. So this one was really quick. I think last season didn't have a lot of season episodes either. I don't know what they're doing, but all right. Well, I'm gonna go now. This was well, fun. You don't have to go yet. Just let me let me close the show now. Okay. Listen, uh, appreciate everybody for joining us. Um, we'll discuss it again, I guess, before the season. That wasn't the season finale, right? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, it was. I it thought it was. Right? No, it was. I thought so. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Oh. There was, no, there no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's another not? episode. It's another it's... episode. Really? Okay, maybe okay. it's not coming on this weekend. Maybe it's coming on next week because you know usually don't come on on like holiday weekends. But before, but when the season when the season ends, we'll um have another show and talk about what we believe about the end of season four and going forward. I agree. Everybody <laughs> on Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook, thanks for joining us tonight. These lovely ladies did a great job. They did a great job with getting me to watch an interesting show. Yeah. To talk about um females and females' relationships. I believe that more men should watch this show. Definitely men of a certain age, because maybe they'll be able to figure out the dynamics that the women in their lives go through. With that, everybody have a blessed night. Night and stay safe. Thank you. Good night.